sit back, relax, and let the sissy whisper educate your soul. Hello, 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 and welcome to all of my sissies, my cross-dressers, my feminized males, my little diaper lovers, all of my sweet peas. How are y'all doing this month? It's been a hell of a time this month. We've had some interesting leakage from the Supreme Court, and I have had a lot of interesting backlash since the last episode, so we're going to get into that. Now, you probably are noticing I am coming to you this month audio only, so anybody on YouTube right now who's expecting to see me, not this month, sweet pea. I have had a lot going on, still have a lot going on, all positive. I am now officially fully an empty nester, so this has been an interesting twist of events that kind of happened up really, really quickly, which I'm perfectly fine with, no negativity on that at all. However, that gives the whole house to me and my old man. So we have been just going 90 miles an hour, getting things taken care of. I am going to be working on getting me an actual soundproof recording area. Oh, I'm going to be getting my office done up so lovely, painting, decorating, shelving, all this wonderful stuff. So when I do set up my videos and all of that, they will look 10 times better, I hope. And so it's just been a bit of an adjustment going on. So I have also been focusing on the training site, making sure that I can get everything up and going on that. So if you have been looking for me to talk to me live and I have been rather sporadic the past couple of weeks, that is why I am hoping to be able to get back online and available for calls on a regular basis within the next week or so. So I'm excited, but it's been a crazy one. So let's talk for a second about DivineSissyTraining.com. Hell yes, I am so excited to say that within the next week, maybe two weeks, it will actually be open and running and going. So I'm very excited about this. You can go to DivineSissyTraining.com and you can check it out. You can join right now for a free membership, which will give you access to the public forums and access to the blog. Um, so you will have some access with your free membership. However, if you go in now and you get that free membership going, you will probably get a little surprise in your email once the site opens up. So be on the lookout for that. Make sure that you're checking your email and your spam mail in order to go in there and get that little surprise that your sissy queen will be giving you. And no, my little good girls on my patron, believe me, I am not ignoring you. If you are following me on Patreon and you are subscribed to my Patreon, you might get yourself a little surprise too. Wow, I'm just being so generous this month. Why the hell am I being generous this month of all months? Hmm. Oh, I know. 
because it's my fucking birthday. <laughs> yes. Your sissy queen will be 47 on May 31st. And in order to celebrate my birthday, I am opening up the Divine Sissy Training site. So I'm being nice and doing that for you. What are you going to do for me this birthday? Hmm? If you're wondering what you can do, trust me. Just go to ameliadivine.com, click on gifts and tributes, and I will take tributes. I will take gift cards, all of that fun stuff. Wishing me a happy birthday. Yes, that's sweet and all of that, but... If you're a true sissy, if you're a true follower, if you really do understand how submission works, you will be willing to submit more than just a little happy birthday wish. So my birthday is May 31st, which is awesome. I can celebrate it all month long. I am that type of dom. I will celebrate my birthday all fucking month long. I celebrate my birthday all year long, as you should be doing, but yes, the month of May is phenomenal. I get Mother's Day, and I get my birthday, and y'all get to celebrate having me being born to train you and teach you and do all those dirty little things to you. So there you go. There's a couple little announcements for you. My DivineSissyTraining.com site will be opening within the next week or so. And my birthday is May 31st. So I'm expected to see me some little gifts and gifts cards and tributes and fun things like that because I have been working extremely fucking hard and I need to be spoiled. All right, let's move on. Episode 21, Aftercare and Online Domination. I actually had a different plan for this episode. And I'm going to move that to next month. It's going to be, you know, a good one. I've titled it The Lonely Sissy. Um, but I've decided that we should work on some aftercare. And to understand the aftercare isn't only for real-time domination. It is also for online domination. Anytime you have a dominant submissive relationship, there should always be aftercare. One thing that pushed me to do the aftercare this month is because of how triggered a lot of people got from my last episode, Sissifying the Cis White Male. I did get a few triggers, had to block a few people, had a few people block me which is wonderful. That way I know I've gotten up under your skin and I know I made you think, even though if your thinking probably wasn't as fine-tuned as it should have been. Now, the biggest trigger I got, which I found rather funny, the biggest trigger I got from it was I had a lot of cis white males coming up to me, even the ones who had been submissives with me for a while coming up and they had to fight really, really quickly by saying not all cis white males have caused the um, wars and the negativity and all the problems in the world. Not all cis white males have done slavery. Not all cis white males did the war. I got that a whole hell of a lot hearing the not all cis white males. 
I don't think men, and I mean men overall in general, understand how much the whole not all fill in blank pisses women off. Because what you're first you're doing whenever you say not all is you are trying to tell us that we're stupid. You may not understand that that's what you're saying, but that's what's coming across. You're trying to tell us that we're stupid, that our minds are so direct that we don't understand that not every single human male in the entire world at every time since the beginning of time has done whatever we're saying is being done. And that just reflects in everything. And I'm not going to go off on it too much because I'm kind of tired of the conversation. I wanted to address it. And then two, it opens y'all up to be able to mansplain to us. Like the last one that I just blocked, and I'm sure they're probably listening to this, decided to say that they were educated in history. I forget what fucking education they were trying to throw out. Um, but they were educated in history and they wanted to just have a conversation about it. Now, understand how it came across was I got a message in my night flirt box. They gave me their opinion. It was the not all cis white males opinion. And honestly, that is not something I was even going to um, address or even counter because it's just something. It's, it's what women hear all the time. You know, if a woman gets angry at a man for being an asshole and we're like, fuck men then the man has to come back and say, well, not all men. God, that pisses us off so much because y'all are just so ignorant on how condescending it is. So they came back with that. I ignored. And then I get a message on my night flirt chat from them. And now understand time had passed. Not a whole lot, but time had passed. And they said, well, I hope you don't mind my opinion. They're the one that brought this up. Oh, we don't mind my opinion. I'm like, what opinion on what? And they explained to me what it was. I had to go looking. I reread it, refreshed my memory. And I said, well, you're entitled to your opinion. And then it went on. They were trying to bring it on. I'm not going to go into the conversation because literally I just explained to them what I just explained to you. And they got so butthurt about it. So very butthurt. And now one... They wanted to reopen that can of worms. So they were really trying to make sure that I had some kind of rebuttal to it. And since I did not respond the first time, they had to bring it up again so that I could respond because they just weren't getting that fuel for their flame. And, you know, that's just how it goes. I'm not going to give you fuel for your flame. You're going to have to go somewhere else. And then whenever I did finally respond, they had to get so butthurt about it that they had to basically say, well, you know, I forget exactly what they said, but it was basically a, um, you know, fuck you, have a nice day. And I was like, okay. And that was it. It doesn't bother me if you want to block me. It doesn't bother me if you want to, you know, not participate in my world because you don't like my opinion. I don't give a shit at all. You know, you are, I do not wake up in the morning and say, oh, I need to make sure that this person is happy. No. But I'm going off on that a little bit more because it did lean me into thinking about aftercare because I do know that the last episode, even though it did try to be 
more gentle than I could have or should have been in that episode, only because this podcast does go out to a wide range. And I know that not every man that listens to this podcast likes to be, you know, as heavily dominated. So I didn't want to put it out there too harsh. However, even with it being gentle, there were so many that came back that were triggered. And although that doesn't really qualify to have aftercare, it does show how being an online mistress, an online dom, can cause triggers, can push a submissive to going past their boundaries or hearing something uncomfortable or feeling something uncomfortable. And there needs to be an aftercare. There needs to be an understanding of that. Even though that wasn't my intention, my intention was to just put it out there of what, in my opinion, has brought the cis white male into cisification. It's still triggered. So I have to acknowledge that it triggered. Before we go on, y'all may hear some clicking or you may even hear a bark or anything. In the scheme of redoing our home, my office door is now open. And so my dogs don't know what to do with themselves. So they're going from one room to another and they have to clock grime, walk over the hardwood floor. So you will hear clicking, click, 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 click. Sorry, that's just how it's got to be. But now you know what that is. It's not your computer. It's my fucking dogs. But anyway, so that pushed me into talking about aftercare because being online and you may be a submissive online, you can still get triggered and you still need that aftercare. Another thing that brought me into talking about the episode of aftercare and online domination was how I recently went through um, some CBT sessions with a wonderful sissy of mine. And this was her first, well, known to me, her first sessions of CBT. And there were limits I had to put on there. I was very careful. I wanted to make sure that there were limits. I wanted to make sure that there were consequences. I wanted to make sure that um, as much as I possibly could on my end, make sure that I'm controlling that situation because CBT can get out of control very, very quickly. And so already putting that into place and then going through with the session at the tap out point, I started noticing that their voice had changed. There was a lot of heavy breathing. There was a lot of trying to bring herself back. And doing that by yourself, trying to get yourself off of that cloud, off of that um, almost euphoric feeling that can bring out some inner issues, you need someone to help you come back from that. And that's what I started doing, you know, encouraging and relaxing and, you know, calming my tone, whatever I could do. And it was wonderful sessions, and we continued on with more sessions and all of that. 
Um, but that is the other thing that brought me into thinking about online domination and aftercare. So that's what we're going to get into. Now, as we start this, the main question is, is what is aftercare? Now, if you've never been to a real-time dom or anything like that, you're going to be kind of curious about what aftercare is, even though, you know, it is kind of a, I'm sure you're getting kind of an idea of what it could be. Aftercare is basically after a session between the submissive and the dom. The submissive and the dom shed their roles. The submissive sheds that role of being submissive. The dom sheds that role of being dom. And they come together on kind of an even keel. I will say that a lot of aftercare is gear more to- geared more toward the submissive. But they do kind of come on an even keel. They're either holding themselves, holding, holding, holding themselves. Uh, they're holding each other, talking, kissing, um, cuddling, maybe even sharing a drink, maybe even sharing some um, light snacks. Whatever works to help bring them both down evenly and calmly. Because a domination session can get wild. You're putting your, the submissive is making themselves extremely vulnerable. They are making themselves extremely vulnerable. And a lot of submissives are trying to handle any kind of trauma that they've gone through in their life. You know, a lot of submissives find it very cleansing and it helps them to face inner trauma that they need to work out. And the same thing is for the dom. I know for me, whenever I'm in a session, I feel that I I love control. I need that control. And my childhood trauma, you know, that I have, that I think that has pushed me as a dom is that I did not have a lot of control. I didn't know that I could take control. It wasn't that I had a lot of horrible things happen to me. I just didn't know I had the ability to say no. And I wouldn't say no. I would just kind of agree and agree and agree. And it wasn't a submissive agree. It was just, okay, you know, oh, I got to go do that. Okay, I'll go do it. Oh, I got to do that. Okay, I'll go do it. So to me, when I'm doming, I love the control. I love controlling your orgasm. I love controlling um, the way you look, the way you dress, the way you act. That's why I love sissies so much. I love taking you and basically breaking you of what is comfortable and having you doing what I know you could do. Of course, as a dom, I go into that mode and it can be exhausting. So the submissive can give aftercare by saying thank you, by saying you did so wonderful, you know, just uh, even tributes, um, different things to acknowledge what the dom has gone through. And I focus more on the dom because, you know, as a submissive, submissives do get a lot more aftercare than doms do. And I'll probably end up doing another podcast on aftercare for doms. But at this time, you know, I'm just going to put that out there. Um, and one more thing that I will say, which, like I said, I will focus more. I really think I'm going to do an aftercare for doms on here. Um, but like a lot of times you'll get submissives who are either camming or doing phone and they're going through the whole deal 
and they enjoy it and they love it. And they said, oh, I came for you, mistress. And they think that that's aftercare. Or they think that the mistress is happy about that. No, coming is not a tribute. Please remember that. Coming is not a tribute. Coming is not a thank you. Coming is not aftercare. Coming is your orgasm that you got to enjoy. Keep that in mind. Back on the subject at hand. Aftercare is good for the dom and the submissive. It's very good for the submissive because the submissive is going through a lot of things that they have. You know, like if it's spanking, that can be very triggering. So yes, there needs to be aftercare. Now, let's talk about online domination. So online domination and online domination is what I have done. I very, very, very rarely have done any in-person dom. Since 2006, actually, well, I will say 2006. Since 2006, I've been primarily phone. Um, 2017 is where I decided to start doing videos and showing myself. So I have been an online dom. It took me a long time to acknowledge that I am an online dom, but I have been an online dom since 2006. So what is online domination? Online domination is either through phone or cam to where the submissive does contact the um, dom, either by phone or cam, and they are put through like a long-distance fantasy. There's even ways to play long-distance now, like with Levin's remote toys. Um, sometimes a submissive will want a key holder and they will send the keys to their chastity to their dom. Online domination is real domination, except we're not touching. For example, if I do have a CBT session, that submissive is agreeing to do to themselves what I tell them to do, which can be even more erotic and even more terrifying yes those two words can be interchangeable because the submissive is doing it to themselves they wouldn't have the courage to do it if they weren't talking to somebody to to egg them on to to encourage them and to give them the ideas to hear them and hold them responsible for it also with online domination there is a lot of training that could go along with things. I do a lot of anal training with my online domination and I love to watch my sissies. So online domination is domination and it can be even more so exhausting at times because we're trying to make sure that you are getting what you need because a real dom, and I say this as a real dom, and I say this for real doms, not the ones that are out there cash grabbing and saying the whole fuck you pay me thing. A real dom who has done this for years cares about their submissives. A real dom would actually rather have 10 good, committed, 
submissives than a thousand little punks that want to call up and boom, boom, out go the lights. <clears throat> so as a dom, we do enjoy our submissives and we do think about what we're going to do. We remember, we try to keep notes. We try to remember what we did last time, what you enjoyed. We're listening to you. We're listening and hearing your voice fluctuates. We are distinguishing between passion and fear. We are understanding what is going to be a trigger for you or maybe a hard no for you, even before you know what is your hard no. So an online dom does have knowledge in the physical and we also have to work a lot with the emotional and the psychological. So that's what online domination is. So is aftercare important in online domination? Yes, it is. Aftercare is very, very important in online domination. The reason why is because you don't have the person there to hold you and you're not touching that person. So say that we're in a session and this happens a lot. This isn't just some random made up thing. This happens a whole lot. So you and I are in a session and we're in a very intense session. Um, say it's an anal training session. And you've gone from a very small plug to the first time going into your dildo. And I work with you. I'm pushing you. Maybe there's humiliation involved. We're going through a good 20, 30 minute session like this. So you've gone through, we'll say, 20 minutes of anal stretching, 20 minutes of humiliation, 20 minutes of embarrassment, 20 minutes of thrill, 20 minutes of trying to control your orgasm, 20 minutes of wondering what I'm going to do next, what I'm going to say next, the anticipation, all of that. You've gone through that for 20 minutes and then the 20 minutes is up and you hang up or you say thank you and you hang up. What do you do after that? You kind of clean up, go into like maybe a little guilt. Maybe you just kind of sit there and think, wow, that was great. What do I do now? How do you come down from that by yourself? It's very difficult. And that is the same thing for a dom. Now, don't get us wrong. Like, especially for marathon calls. Marathon calls are really, really long calls, especially for marathon calls. And we've been dominating you for like an hour or two hours and all of that. A lot of us log off after that because it, we can't sit there or I can't, and I know a lot of my friends can't, go through like a two-hour domination marathon with somebody and then hang up and be able to take the next call. I literally will hang up, log off, and I will go watch TV. I will shut the fuck up for a couple of hours. I'll go lay outside whatever I need to do to try to bring myself down. So it's very important for not only the submissive, but also for the dom 
to have that online aftercare. And again, you're going to hear the lawnmower because my neighbor decided they wanted to mow the fucking lawn. That's what Ass Puppet's doing. Sorry for all the background noise. You'll just have to deal with it until I can get things worked out. It's been crazy, like I said. So, moving on. Now that we know that it's important, how would you, how in a situation to where I've either done a marathon call or you've been on the other line for a marathon call, how would that situation handle? Or how would you handle that situation for aftercare? Talk to your dom. Talk to her. Sometimes it could take just a couple of minutes at the end of the session to breathe together, to enjoy the moment together. Sometimes it could take five minutes for just a little bit of pillow talk. I've had times to where I would have like a 10-minute conversation with somebody after a call for baseball. (laughs) We'll talk about baseball. But it helps so much to have some sort of time between you and your dom to be able to be on the same level and to see each other as human before you just hang up and move on with your day. That's not always the easiest thing to do, especially if you're calling through um, a platform that you only have a specific amount of time that's paid for and then it cuts off. So, you know, you can also do emails back and forth. There are there are plenty of things that you could do. So keep that in mind. Now, is aftercare for online domination, is that popular? I would say no. Only because there's a lot of fly-by-night doms that get on here. The faux doms, the fuck-you-pay-me, cash-piggy wanting doms. And they don't even know what aftercare is if you slap them in the face with it. So there's that. Um, There are also the ones that have been doing this a while and they just don't want to do the aftercare. They don't want anything to do with it. Um, Unfortunately, I have run across a lot of women that are in CAM or in PSOs, a lot of that are in CAM and that are in phone, sorry. And they just, they, they want to just, you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Which, you know, that's, that's just how they are. No big deal. But I don't think it's important. I don't think it's talked about enough. I don't think it's acknowledged enough. And I think it's something that really needs to be discussed and, you know, even used, utilize it more to have aftercare after your online domination session. So why is aftercare and online domination difficult? It can be very difficult. It could be difficult because, again, especially after 2020 and the more popular OnlyFans got, it's hard to find a dom that you can connect with. And you do need to be able to connect with your dom. Connecting with your dom means that you're comfortable with them. You're able to talk with them. You're able to carry on a conversation. You don't feel like you're just being 
used for money only and that's it. You know, you want to know that if there's a hard no that you can say, oh, I'm not, I'm not comfortable with this mistress. And she would accept that. So finding one to connect with can just be very difficult because you literally are looking for a needle in a haystack. And there is absolutely nothing that could be done about that. I mean, one of the platforms has got probably over a thousand girls on there. It's very, very complicated. So what I always suggest is when you find a dom, do your research. Like with me, if you just happen to see my listing on Night Flirt, you can always Google my name and you'll see a lot of information about me out there. Do that. Google somebody's name. Uh, give them a call and do a 20-minute session of just Q&A, just talking to them. You'll know. If they don't want to sit there and talk to you, you'll know that that's going to be somebody you can't connect with. You know, and just be honest with them. Says, hey, you know, I set up a session. I would like to just talk and get to know you. Try asking questions. You know, I have it all the time to where I have submissives that are afraid to ask questions because they've just been programmed through a lot of online DOMs that they're not allowed to ask questions. And that's very sad because I'm, I'm an open book. Ask me all the questions you want. I want to be able to connect with you. So yes, connecting can be very difficult, but if a submissive can stand their ground and stop trying to go for that quick thrill, they will be able to connect a little bit easier. Yes, I just totally turned it around on you, littles. Totally turned it around on y'all. Now, let's talk one more thing. The words that you use in aftercare. Aftercare is only aftercare for online domination is only words mainly. The submissive can tribute that does make the dom that they've talked to feel like that their time and effort is valued. But it is mainly words. So you want to choose your words. This isn't a time for you to go jumping in and trying to treat your dom like your psychologist. But it is a time for you to be able to be comfortable enough to say, thank you that helped me get past this little issue. If you cry, you cry. It's okay. It is perfectly okay to cry. It is perfectly okay to state after the session that you don't want to have a session like that again. That was too much. It is perfectly okay to point out what you loved about the session. How are we going to grow as doms if you don't point that shit out to us? It's perfectly okay. But just make sure to use your words. Don't try to find out information about your dom during that time. Don't try to take care, take advantage of any um, vulnerable time. 
be smart. Don't give away your information. Because again, that's a vulnerable time. My suggestion is going to be what I've already covered. Find a dom. Do your research. Make your first initial call a call where you can talk and get to know each other. And mention aftercare to the potential dom. See what her reaction is. See if she even knows what it is. I always say she, and I apologize. There's men dom out there too. See what their reaction is. Tell them what you would like in aftercare. This is a mutual contract between two adults. You, the submissive, are willingly submitting yourself to the dom. The dom is willingly taking you over carefully and gently the way that you want and need. And we are here to make sure that you are okay. That is the relationship. And that relationship is the same whether it's in real time, whether it's with a long-term relationship, or whether it's online. That relationship is the same. Keep that in mind. And that's it. I hope y'all enjoyed it. And I hope it's kind of calmed down some from the last episode. Y'all get a little bit of aftercare. Gave you a little bit of my soft voice while you're listening to the fucking lawnmower next door. Oh, I cannot wait to get into my soundproof room. It's going to be wonderful. However, until the next episode... Y'all be good and mwah, toodles.